Hi, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, Century 21 Wright Real Estate, and welcome to today's podcast. Now, um, today we are talking how to be a good co broke. So if you are working with a different realtor, I have a list of items that you should never ever do, especially in a crazy market where buyers are competing. Um, Keep in mind that when you submit your buyer's offer, it can actually be judged based upon how well you did your job. So it's not always just if the buyer is solid and if their contract is solid, but who is the person on the other side and what am I, the listing agent, going to be dealing with? So I have a list of items here that absolutely drive me crazy. Um, and I happen to know that this drives most listing agents crazy. So the first one is um, do not text the listing agent or call the listing agent and ask them, hey, is this house easy to show? I'm not really even sure what that means. Is this house easy to show? If it requires 24-hour notice, then it's on the listing agent to have that in the broker remarks. So you asking if it's easy to show, I don't know what that means. Are you asking, can you go and show it right this minute? Because keep in mind, every transaction is different, every homeowner is different, and as far as that goes, every day is different. If it's occupied, there's no way to say, is it easy to show? So instead, what you should do is text the listing agent and say, may I show the home at, and then add a specific time, 10 a.m. The second part of that is sending a text saying, hey, can I show the house today? I don't know, what time do you wanna show it? And then they say, whatever's good for the seller. So then I contact the seller, the seller says, oh, 3 p.m. would be good. I send the text back and then the buyer's agent says, oh, 3 p.m.'s no good, see if they can do four. See, if you just start off by asking for a specific time, that makes it easier for the listing agent to confer with the seller and get back with you. Second thing, once you actually are sending the text message, make sure that every single time you send the text message, you let us know who you are. If you sent me a text two weeks ago and you're not standard in my market, you're from 45 minutes away, an hour away, even three hours away, and you send me a text message and say, hey, this is Barb with 123 um, Real Estate. When you text me three weeks later because you want into a property and it's just a random text going, hey, I need the lockbox code four, that does not tell me who you are and it makes my job harder to track you down when the home sells and I need to cancel the appointment. So these are things that when you're texting the listing agent, keep in mind you need to include specific time, specific day, and who you are and the name of your company. Because unfortunately, we won't always remember that Barb is a realtor with one, two, three. So make sure that you're specific in your text messaging. The next thing that you should consider is when you um, are going to be running late or early for an appointment, you need to notify the listing agent. You can't just show up an hour late from an appointment or worse sometimes showing up 
30 minutes to 45 minutes early. Sellers, if the home is occupied, sellers need to know what time you're coming and you should always be mindful that you had a specific time frame for an appointment and the seller could have gone home and hopped in the shower. So you could be the one getting the surprise there. The other reason that's important is if another realtor has scheduled immediately after you, now you're also inconveniencing that person. So just be mindful of these tips because it will really help you with getting your offer submitted for the buyer. Another item is when you're showing the home, you should always think about um, how you found it. And what I mean by that is don't go in and allow the buyer or yourself to adjust the thermostat. You're not going to be in the home long enough if you adjust because you feel like it's too warm and you adjust the air. I promise you the air is not going to get to a comfort level during that 20 to 30 minutes you're there. Same thing with the heat. And then nine times out of 10, you forget to adjust it back. And if that seller doesn't come home, they are very unhappy when it's ran at um, a higher temperature or a lower temperature and now they have a really huge utility bill. Also, if you arrive and all of the lights are on, guys, the seller left those on for you. So go through and turn off the lights. I personally do not touch lamps and I tell my sellers, we don't touch lamps. But if you walk into a home and all the lights are on, it's a courtesy to go ahead and turn off the overhead lights. Don't leave them all on. Again, if the seller's not coming home, then it could be a real negative for them when they do return the next day and every light in the house is on. Okay, security. Guys, if the home has an alarm, reset the alarm. I can't tell you how often this happens. And, I, and I've done it myself. I know it's hard to remember sometimes because you're juggling the keys, the phone, you know, your MLS sheet, maybe trying to keep the dog inside the house. But be really, really mindful. And I personally have a little trick if I'm dealing with keys and an alarm, um, then there's a couple of steps that I do so I make sure I don't forget those items. So come up with your own plan and make sure that you're doing it. And in the event, because yes, we are all human, in the event that you do forget, then just text the other agent and let them know. They may say, you know what, they're out of town, please go back over and, you know, reset the alarm. Or they may say, no problem, the seller's on their way home now, I'll let them know. Either way, though, it is your reputation and your liability, so I really recommend that you do go on record for notifying the listing agent. Okay, now, not responding to feedback requests. Now, I'm a big believer that if I'm working with a buyer, it's not really appropriate for me to share detailed feedback about what my buyer thinks of your listing. However, when I'm the listing agent, I do want to know what your buyer was thinking and if they're um, agreeable to share it or if it's not the right fit for them, I want to know. So I'm going to ask. So I think that it's a common courtesy that when a listing agent asks you for feedback, you should send something back such as no decision made yet because maybe they're looking at three or four and my listing did make the short list. Or you can send back, thanks so much for showing or allowing me to show, but it's not a good fit for them. That's all we need to know. The seller just wants to know, is the home being considered? If not, they would love to know why, but I do explain to the seller that we won't always get those details. It's just a courtesy, so be courteous. You would want to know if it was your listing. 
Okay, now, if you get through all of these and you've shown the home and your buyer wants to make an offer, there's some items on here that, again, will go a long way for getting your um, your offer in front of the seller and possibly if you're on the verge of being in competition with another buyer, the way you've presented the offer could really help your buyer. So one of those is never submit an offer without the pre-approval letter. Now, this happens all the time. I have realtors say, oh no, they're good for it. No, no, I've worked with them in the past or um, their lender said that they were good. Guys, in today's timeline, it is super easy to get a pre-approval and, and over the phone, through email, whatever you need to do. I've even had lenders text me um, saying that, hey, I'm away from the desk. I've ran everything. This buyer is pre-approved for X, Y, and Z. But sending an offer without the pre-approval letter really could mean that your buyer misses out. So I strongly encourage you to make sure that you get that in there. Um, when the offer is accepted, one of the things that shocks me is that then something goes wrong and your buyer decides to cancel. And I have literally contacted um, a buyer's agent before to ask them something about the inspections and then been shocked when they said, Oh no, I sent you a cancellation two, three days ago. Guys, if you were canceling a contract, I really think it's imperative that that be a courtesy text message and or phone call, not just an email. Emails can get lost. They can go to junk. There's just all kinds of things that can happen. It should never be a complete surprise for a realtor to find out that the cancellation happened two or three days ago. So those are kind of a list of the top um, no-goes or non-negotiables for a listing agent. So if you are a buyer's agent and you're wondering why some of your deals are not sticking when you feel like you're putting in good offers, you might go back and revisit these items because it's sometimes not just what the buyer is submitting to the seller in writing if there's multiple offers. A lot of times the listing agent will lead the, the seller to, hey, I've worked with this realtor before, they're very professional, they do everything in a timely manner, they're a great communicator. This realtor, I'm not sure who they are, I've never worked with them, and they're the ones who played with the thermostat, they left the back door un unlocked, and they didn't reset your alarm. Also, they didn't submit a pre-approval letter. So which offer do you think the seller may consider? So just things to be mindful of. As always, thanks for watching, and I would love your feedback. Thank you.